Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, the 7 o'clock hour. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Thanks for being here. It is 7.05. Raise your glass and take a sip of your refreshing morning beverage. Cheers, everybody. I'm Gumby, dammit! That's right, Eddie. Uh, whew. Uh, I'm stretching here. Oh, all the All the stretch, or all... Yeah. Don, you mentioned all the streaming services. I, I, I tried to give HBO Max another chance. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I'm going to keep it because I have it already. But there's really nothing there other than the HBO shows, which I already get on HBO Go. I, <laughs> yeah. I, it sounds like a big exodus coming soon. Yeah. I, I haven't gone back to it. I, I, lo- I logged on on launch day. And then maybe the next day, I think Colin watches Friends on it. But... That's about it. Um, you took your cereal? Well, now he doesn't get friends. Yeah, Sweet exactly. revenge. He eats my Reese's <laughs> poofs, and now, yeah. But uh, I haven't gone back. I still, to this day, the streaming services that I watch the most are Netflix, Hulu, and um, Disney+. Plus. Those are the three top ones. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, surprisingly, CBS All Access is on there. Uh, when the new seasons of like Discovery and Good Fight are happening, then we watch that with some frequency. But the main one, obviously, is still Netflix. I, uh, I'm still watching that. And Lex, I took your suggestion. I'm uh, a little bit in, into 13th, and I got uh, a little busy, and I had to stop it. But uh, Ava DuVernay's, uh, who we have some news on coming up a little bit, I started mm-hmm. watching 13th. So I'm really excited to finish that. So thanks yeah, for that recommendation. Yeah, it gives good context for why we are where we are right yep. now. Yeah, I shouldn't say excited. I'm looking forward yeah. to uh, completing that. So uh, thank you for that recommendation. Of course. 707, speaking of recommendations, uh, sitting there yesterday uh, at Girls' Night, and uh, the news came down that Disneyland is going to reopen. It was like, oh, wow, this came out of the blue. Because mm. people didn't think, you know, Disney World is opening in about a month. And that announcement was made a couple weeks ago, but no one really expected yesterday to be the day that Disneyland was going to say, hey, we're opening, girl. Uh, Especially with the lockdowns there. Well, yeah, California has way different rules than than other states. Well, they are opening, and uh, so it's going to be a phased reopening. Downtown Disney, which is kind of their shopping and restaurant district, will open on July 9th. Disneyland and Disney's uh, California Adventure will open on uh, July, oh, let me see, let me read, yeah, July 13th, and then Grand Californian and Paradise Pier, their hotels on July 23rd. So, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I I'm wondering how this is going to go for all the reasons, for the reasons I just laid out. California has different restrictions, uh, different guidelines than, say, Florida, um, but, you know, it's a smaller park. And more locals go there. Um, and what I, why I brought that up is, you know, Disney World, I think, is going to have a much harder time getting back on track economically. Because think about it. Disney World relies on tourists flying in from all over the world. Mm, right. Well, not a lot of people are flying right now. Disneyland, the bulk of their attendance comes from locals. Um, so not the bulk, but a good portion of theirs comes from annual pass holders that mm. live in the area. Um, and I, I just, yeah, all my family that lives there have annual passes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, does Jake have an annual pass, sir? Uh, yes, and to Universal. And to Universal. So, yeah. um, so it, it's going to be, it, it'll be interesting to see. You know, we're kind of contemplating what to do because, you know, we're still waiting to figure out, or I'm sorry, we're still waiting to hear, and I'm, I'm talking about Colin and, and me, I'm still waiting to hear, how are they going to do these reservations? Because you're going to have to now make a reservation to go to the parks. What? Yeah. You're going to have to, hmm. like. I didn't know that. Yeah. You're going to have to sign up to get oh, into a park. Okay. And they're going to give, allegedly, first crack at annual pass holders like myself. Mm-hmm. But. Like it's my, smart to do that, though. Well, guys. absolutely. Tracking purposes. Yes. I l- and getting there and being disappointed because you'll be turned away, at least then you're kind of reserving your spot, knowing that you'll get in, at least get into the park. Absolutely. But I'm just wondering, like, okay, so for, for instance, Lex, like with an annual pass, you can park hop. You can go to all the parks. You can go to Magic Kingdom for a couple hours, and you can go over to Epcot. Will that still be allowed? Will you, mm. when you're making a reservation for, like, say, Tuesday, August 2nd, are you only going to get access to one park or are you going to get access to all of them? And how are they going to how are they going to handle that? They um, didn't address that. No, the... they haven't yet. Mm. I wonder if they'll do it like the park hopper thing where you're or, or the uh, I'm sorry, the uh, ride. What is that uh, called on the, the app? fast pass? The fast pass thing, because they already have. What's great is that they already have programs in place that do this type of thing. Yes, you know, and will they utilize it for the for the ticket program? So it might be pretty simple. I'm gonna just it'll be fascinating to see how busy the parks are. That will it'll it, that's what I'm most yeah. looking forward to is seeing what it is like and how many people are actually there. I bet they will if they do allow you to park hop. I bet it'll be you have to go over there at two. Or whatever. It'll be like, you can't just go whenever you want. Oh, you have to go in It'll at specific be like, times? Well, you get to do, do this park from 1 to oh, yes. 10, and then you have to, you know. Yeah, maybe they'll do specific times. So Sounds kind of like a nightmare. Mm. It, it sounds like a <laughs> planning nightmare, actually, yeah. for me. But uh, yeah. it'll kind of take a little bit of the magic out of it. But I'm, but I'm withholding judgment. I'll see. They have yet to announce um, how they're going to do this. Everyone's kind of in a job. holding pattern. Yeah, I believe in them. I believe in Tinkerbell. I do believe <laughs> in fairies. I do believe in fairies. Yes. Well, I'm bringing your kids and stuff, too, because you know, my brother, but also all my cousins yeah. and their kids. And, you know, we'll, oh, boy. feel comfortable bringing them. And- yeah. And, and, you know, for Florida, wearing masks in the humidity of Florida in the summer, you know, how's that going to go? Right. Um, is that going to take a little bit of the magic out? I mean, that's one of the things I'm worried about is, okay, how am I going to do with this? I'm a Willie whiner, so how, <laughs> uh, how am I going to be with, like, a cloth on my face with it being 100 degrees outside? Mm. So, right. hey, uh, Twin Cities Pride is going virtual this year, and we need, uh, and they need your support, which is critical to the future of Pride. So we're doing a My Talker Pride t-shirt. All proceeds of the shirt sales will go to Twin Cities Pride. Get involved with Pride and donate directly by uh, texting TC Pride to 44321. Again, texting TC Pride to 44321. We're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, I mentioned Ava DuVernay, director. Alexis uh, has some, some good news for Ava. Good news for all of us, actually. Plus, Lizzo's calling out some shamers when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk with 071, everything entertainment. Everything flowers in the valley. I'm Jace with Lex. Mm-hmm. Dawn and Kenny. 
Uh, Avery DuVernay got some good news yesterday, and it's good news for all of us that are fans of the motion picture industry. What what happened, Lex? Yeah, so the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Scientists, Sciences <laughs> announces <laughs> that uh, she's been elected to the Board of Governors. Hey. She's one of six to start her first term. Of course, Ava, she did Selma 13th, the movie that we just c- kind of briefly talked about, yeah. and uh, When They See Us. Um, so she has been she's joining the director's branch. Now, I don't know much about this. I, I after reading this in a little bit more, but there's 17 different branches to the academy yeah. and they represent directors, casting directors, film editors, all, you know, makeup and hairstylists, visual effects, all different parts of making a film. And so in the academy and the board of directors, each Branch through 17 is represented by three governors. So she'll be, of course, with the directors. They can serve up to three years for three consecutive terms. And basically what they do is they think about the vision of the academy. They want to preserve their financial health and then make sure that they're doing what they say they're going to be doing. Yeah. And of course, representation is very important. They Right now, um, with the increase of the six people, there's um, 26 women now on the board and 12 people of color. Um, and then, so I was trying to figure out how many total that is. It's almost half for women, which is good. That's fantastic. Um, and then, of course, with women of, and or people of color, um, it looks like a, like a quarter or so. Um, but that's good. Hey, it's about time. I'm surprised she hasn't been asked to be on this board uh, already. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, with the Academy, too, we're thinking about the Oscars and the major changes that will happen for next year's show. And we're expecting because right now it's supposed to be on February 28th of next year, but that will be probably be pushed back to March or maybe April due to a lot of the problems that were posed by the pandemic. And then also um, that. They've already kind of announced too that the spec the spectrum of um, you know candidates will broaden with uh, streaming services and VOD is that video on demand video on demand okay yeah. yep to compete with um, you know the regular uh, runs you know theatrical uh, openings yeah the three it'll run simultaneously and or or will it or will the theatrical run happens happen first and then four weeks later they negotiate all those time frame issues so it looks like Whoopi goldberg was also elected yeah this, this is i think this is her second or third term that she's, okay. she's on it already but yeah she's been reelected, so that's okay, good okay great yep. this is great this is this is progress again this is what needs to happen. And mm-hmm. then you won't have issues like no women directors <laughs> de- uh, right. nominated when some of their movies are nominated for Best Picture. Oh, right. Didn't that just happen mm-hmm. this last yeah. time around? Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's, and it's happened. And, and let's be clear. Let us be clear, too. This has happened to dudes, too, which I, I've always. And right. that's because the entire body votes for Best Picture director the director's uh uh section uh nominates the directors mm-hmm. that's why that happens still cracks me up i mean it, it's just how can you nominate a movie for best or for best picture when the the responsibility of that motion picture lies on the director <laughs> it just doesn't make any yeah. sense uh-huh. to me yeah. um I, well and then they broaden out the the number of movies right that can be nominated which is smaller than the number of directors yeah it's just it's just silly. It's silly. But this is great. I, I really do think we're going to see a great sea change. And again, guys, this benefits everyone. 
This benefits every one of us that loves movies. Movies that you maybe uh, you know aren't showing in your local Cineplex, you'll be introduced to. This is this is fantastic from wonderful artists who don't get the attention that they deserve because they don't have the representation. They don't have big time agents, and uh, I, I I'm so excited by this. This is exciting for all of us. I really I really do. I believe that, and I love her, so I'm a little biased because I yeah. I think she's fantastic. Um, and she's brilliant. And I was just watching her conversation with Oprah a couple days ago. Oprah and Ava are really good friends, and they've collaborated before. A Wrinkle in Time was um, a recent example for Disney. So I, I find her to be brilliant. So coming yeah, up on good, good, it's great news, Lex. Uh, coming up on 724, speaking of brilliance, uh, Lizzo, she's calling out fat shamers, body shamers, I should say correctly. So Lizzo did this uh, TikTok video where she was working out. And she, and of course, if you read the comments, people are just like, oh, oh, I thought you're supposed to love your body the way it is. Why are you working out? Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. And Lizzo snapped back. She writes, quote, I'm not working out to have your ideal body type. Um, she's like, I'm doing this for me. And uh, she was, I've been working out consistently for the last five years. It may come as a surprise to some of y'all that I'm not working out to have your ideal body type. I'm working out to have my ideal body type. And you know what type that is? None of your blanking business. (laughs) (laughs) To be healthy. There's there's all kinds of reasons to work out where your body, you know, it's not necessarily that you're trying to change the shape of your body. If you've ever watched your performance, her endurance yeah. and her heart oh, health yeah. must be amazing because I couldn't get through five minutes of what she does as far as dancing yes. wise at this point. <laughs> you know, I well, mean, honestly, yeah. it's not necessarily about changing the shape of your body. No. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this. All ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. She writes to Alex. She goes, so next time you want to come to uh, come to somebody and judge them, whether they drink kale smoothies or eat McDonald's or work out or not work out, how about you look at your own blanking self and worry about your own blanking body? Because health is not just a Determined on what you look like on the outside. Yes, Lizzo. So, yes. Yeah, I love it. And she posted a beautiful photo of herself. So she goes, Namaste. Have a great day. That's how she, <laughs> that's how she signed off. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, uh, you know, she's going to have defenders on this broadcast because we course. all, we have all struggled with that. So it's, uh, and plus, hashtag, we love her. Coming up on uh, Mm -hmm. 7... She should meet me. I think I'm pretty sure she'd love me. I'm sure she would, Kenny. Uh, Of course. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, Kenny, uh, before we We go, a horrible... uh, I uh, I have a horrible short-term memory. Someone's going to say this. 
uh, I know you don't want anyone to follow you on the Twitters, but did I notice? Oh. Did you change your I've, profile photo on I've, the Twitter? I've been Kate? changing everything you about change my it. Twitter. I, I dropped. Uh, I unfollowed about twenty-five to thirty people. People who I love, absolutely love. They didn't do anything wrong. I just. Uh, I just need a break from all the um, politics and bickering oh, and fighting. Yeah. And some of the times the people I love will uh, like things or retweet things that send me down a rabbit hole that, that you know, sure. drives my depression even deeper. I get it, yeah. So uh, I'd like to, number one, apologize to Shay Cab because she is my favorite person in the whole wide world. <laughs> and Shay, I will be back. Just yes. I'm just taking a brief break, so please don't take it personally. I guess I could call her and tell her this. Uh, but then I've been changing profile pictures. And, Jason, I've learned a valuable, valuable lesson about Twitter in the last week. Um, during the, uh, the the protesting and rioting, I picked up about 1,500 followers. And in the last week or so, I've started losing. I think I've lost 15, 20 followers. And I think the secret is traffic tweets. All I have to do is tweet a whole bunch of traffic tweets, and it drives people away. Oh, <laughs> So that's what I'm doing. I'm focusing on nothing but a whole bunch of... I'm just going over the top with traffic t- uh, tweets trying to drive people oh away. Oh, my God. Attaboy. <laughs> ah. Well, you know... So that's my method now. That's the trick. Okay. Two, two <laughs> I quick, hope so. Two quick things. You know, Kenny, you can just mute people and not unfollow them. That's what I do. Oh, oh my mute list is much longer than oh. my block list. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And number two, you're not alone. I have lost um, on all platforms uh, since this show and, and then the Jason show, since we've started speaking out um, uh, in the week uh, following uh, George Floyd's uh, murder, mm-hmm. uh, I've lost hundreds and hundreds of people. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And I lost well, I them. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I think all the followers I picked up thought that uh, it all happened when I was tweeting about what was going on in my neighborhood and in South Minneapolis, and I was just uh. reporting on what I was seeing and hearing. Uh, and I think that was my mistake. Uh, I, I think that's where a lot of those folks came from. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, probably. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just cramming the traffic stuff down their throats and hopefully driving them away. <laughs> I love it. How do you know how many people have followed and, and not followed? Is there a, an app for that? Yep. Or it's on there your, is? On Twitter, yeah. if you're verified, and you are, Lex, I think oh. you're verified, yeah, I, you can get that information. There's a chart, oh. and you can see. Uh, yeah, I'm not even verified, and uh, y- you can just see how many followers you have. Yeah. And I, the graph, or if you have a business account, or you can see exactly who, uh, how many have unfollowed you. And I have that on all the accounts. And yeah, I can track how many I've lost, how many I've gained. And it's, it's fascinating slash sad all at the same time. Cause I'm like, wow, if that's just speaking up for just basic humanity makes you mad, then I don't know if I want you following me to begin with. So exactly. yeah, people that have sent me exactly. nasty messages, I'm like, why did you like me even in yeah, the first place? I, this, did you not know who I was? I, Mm-hmm. Right, Lex. Yep. Have I'm you like, not you listened? You don't know me. Well, exactly. I'm thinking to myself, Lex. Have they not listened this is to what us? We do. Like, well, Lex, have they not listened to us for the past 13 years? Why do you even exactly. like my personality? I mean, we, we, you know, we did a two-week detour of format, and rightfully so, and and as we should. But even through the context, we were asked to well, by our bosses also. Well, not only that, Lex, and but we, we wanted you, to. I was going to say you. No, we, I'm just saying, like, oh, yeah, we yeah. were supported in that. Too. Yeah, and but even if we. Didn't even through the the weaving of conversations about pop culture, y'all know us. This should not come as a surprise. That's what mm-hmm. I. Again, I always love when people are surprised that a show called Jason and Alexis features opinions by oh, Jason and Alexis. I love that. <laughs>
Yeah. Wow, what a concept. Are you shocked we have opinions? Oh, my gosh. And we're supposed to speak about them, and we're not just reporters. This is not, uh, we're not just uh, doing the, the, the news. Report, it's yeah. not. It's an opinion show. 7.30. This opinion show. the time we've talked about this, I've just sent out another tweet. So, yeah. <laughs> boy. More traffic. Yeah. You're going to start yeah. making up traffic now? Just do yeah. it. Here's another one. Get yeah. out of here. He's going to lose his <laughs> reputation. It's 7.30. When we come back, Alexis has a fascinating uh-huh. survey about when folks expect to do certain things again, go back to doing things. That will we come back. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. How nice. You're concerned about my happiness. Oh, no, I don't give a damn about you or your happiness, honey, but I do care about what's good for me. This has been a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with seven one everything entertainment. So good. Uh it is seven thirty-six this Thursday, June eleventh, twenty twenty. I'm Jason, Alex, Don, and Kenny. Okay, I'm fast I'm excited, I'm fascinated, I'm yeah. curious of this survey. What is this, Lex? Okay, so the New York Times asked epidemiologists and infectious disease specialists about their personal life and the choices that they will make knowing what they do for a living and you know the reality of coronavirus. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because they asked them basic things like, when will you feel comfortable in your personal life to do specific things? Like for instance, bring in mail without precautions, seeing a doctor for a non-urgent appointment, vacation overnight with driving distance or getting a haircut at a salon or a barber shop. For those four, most of them said this summer they're going to do that personally. So, okay, that's good. Okay, that's that's yeah. good. See, this is what I would follow. Yes. Because they know the most. Exactly. <laughs> if, if they said not until 2021, that's what I would do. Yeah. I'm right. With you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then, uh, so then here's some other ones. Now, this okay. is for the majority of them said that they would wait three to 12 months to do. Okay. Okay. Three, oh, three to 12, to 12 months. months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So later this in, in, in it's a the big next year. stretch of time. But yeah. It is. Yeah. Because then the next category is more than a year. Okay. So um, 46% of them said that they would attend a small dinner party in three to 12 months. Uh, let's see. Hike or picnic outdoors with friends, send their kids to school, camp, or daycare, 55% of them said that they would do that, three to 12 months, Uh, work in a shared office, send children on play dates, ride a subway or a bus, Uh, 41% of them said that they would visit elder relatives or a friend in their home. Uh, 44% of epidemiologists said that they would travel by airplane. In three to 12 months. Three, oh, wait. Okay. 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 Uh, 56% said that they plan to eat in a dine-in restaurant. Okay. And 42% said that they would exercise at a gym or a fitness studio in three to 12 months. I love this. My only thing is I wish they would have split this time in half because three to 12 is That's not, a big range. That's a big range. Oh, right. and that's I a, agree. That's not good guidance. G- give me three to six and then six to 12. <laughs> right. Yeah. Break it up even more. <laughs> I Because I got to say, uh, the open air stuff, mm-hmm. 
this I'm not an epidemiologist. I know that shocks everybody, but I am not an epidemiologist. <laughs> You're not I'm Lex, what? I know I'm not Lex. Oh Kenny, my I'm we not, thought that was your fifth job. So I'm yeah. not Jeez. an epidemiologist. What's wrong with you? I you know can what? only do Go so much. Go back to college. I What's your problem? <laughs> However, may, let me see if you guys agree. The outdoorsy stuff that I would put in the three month category. Yeah. Because from everything we've heard from real epidemiologists, you are safer in outdoor areas because the wind and the air yep. and you're more you're less likely. That's why I have to tell you and I make a joke, but it's really not a joke. I am less scared to go back to Disney World in the the big outdoors with a limited capacity than I am sometimes going into a very, very, very crowded uh, home improvement store (laughs) where there are hundreds of people um, all over the place. Mm -hmm. Uh But things like um, things like offices, uh, more closed in things. I would put that in the maybe four to six month range. Which, yeah. what do they say? That's what that, that's Three what to twelve saying. months. Yeah, so not right now. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. Work in a shared office. Haircuts. I. I. I've already done it. So. In yeah, and that's what they're I, saying. Yeah, like yeah. right now, this summer, or you know, yep. more more immediately. Now, the one thing for sure is you do not want to hug or shake hands right now with an epidemiologist. <laughs> Because they don't ever want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them said, I'm not doing that for more than a year. Uh, more than a year? Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of with them. I, if I wouldn't, I'm with Dr. Fauci, which, mm-hmm. by the way, has anybody seen him? I think he's disappeared. Uh, well, he does do some interviews, but yeah, they're the task force. They're meeting, <laughs> yeah. but gone. without the president. I, I think so. he's gone. But anyway, yeah. uh, Fauci said, and I agree with him. I don't mind if handshakes, uh, if if handshakes ever come back. And Lex, it wasn't yeah, on, same. It, it wasn't on accident that I played the J.R. Ewing moment in this block because think about it, Lex. Our buddy, the late great Larry Hagman, was oh, right. way ahead of the curve. Oh yeah, he never. Fun he fact, wouldn't. right, Lex? He never shook hands, did he? Nope, never did. Ever. He fist bumped yep. or what? Did a little elbow kind of yep. elbow to elbow like he hey, elbowed buddy. you? Yeah, when we yep. were at the at George W. Bush's neighbor's house, um, yep. and uh, <laughs> what Kenny? We were Lex that just and I, sounds funny. Lex and I were very fancy, Kenny. <laughs> uh, we were at George W. Bush's neighbor's house. Fancy. Could you hear a chainsaw going? Was he clearing brush over there? Hey, no. George, come on, keep <laughs> it down. Hello, you caught right. me mending my fences. But Larry walked yes. in. That's and a good one. That's good. Don, bravo. <laughs> Will Ferrell is George W. Bush. Yeah. But he didn't. He elbowed Lex. We, we, I said, hey, I go, Larry, uh, my friend Lex is loving you. And he goes, she has good taste, darling. And elbowed you, right, Lex? Gave yeah, you a little yep, elbow. That's how we, yep, greeted. Yep. So. Yeah. This is fascinating. Well, another thing, too. So this is from the New York Times. They talk to epidemiologists and when in their own personal life that, They'll be doing things. Another thing that they will not be doing, uh, they will not stop wearing a mask oh. for more than a year. Okay. I probably will do that, too. Also, attending a sporting event, a concert, or a play, 64 of them, 4, 4% of them said they won't do that for more than a year. Oh, oh wow. boy. Those concert yeah. venues are struggling. Right. Yeah. Or go to church or any other religious service also. 43% of them says say that we're not going to do that for more than a year. Oh, do you, uh, Don? You have the phones on hold, right? No. Please tell me you do, uh, okay, because well, I'm worried. Reavers, uh, our buddy Reavers, is going to call because 
He is livid all day, every day. All I hear from Reavers is uh, town ball, town ball, town ball. He wants to get the town ball uh, back up and going. Town baseball. ball? What the, the hell baseball, is right? Baseball. I have a question about yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Hold on, Kitty. I have a question about that, actually. Let's take a break. Okay. I have a question about uh, outdoor sporting activities when we return. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. And streaming around the world at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn and Kenny. Thank you for being here. On this You're the best. You the best in the whole wide world. That's right. Uh, Lex has just presented a fascinating survey from like 8 million epidemiologists telling us when they're going to feel comfortable doing a variety of things. Uh, uh, during the pandemic or when they're going to start feeling comfortable doing it In their personal life. In their personal life. Uh, Everything from going to... Uh, going to a movie to what else, Lex? Like sporting events? Uh, Yep, to church. Letting their kids go to daycare. Yeah. Yep. Shaking shaking hands and uh, all of that stuff. And they did it uh, like a three-month to one-year scale and kind of put everything in that basket, which is a little too broad for me, but whatever. They're epidemiologists. Now, um, Kenny brought up Town Ball because Reavers... Uh, from Garage Logic and formerly My Talk 1071 and basically yeah. everybody's big brother that no one really ordered um, yeah. is all worked up. <laughs> no, none of us asked for the big brother we didn't want. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Chris. <laughs> that's that's Chris, and uh, he uh, and he. Uh, I well, what's he? What's his deal, Kenny? He's gonna pick on us and look out for us all at the same time. Uh, he's a town ball player. Town ball is just. It's uh, high school, old high school players, college players, anybody that played ball as a youth. They, you know, all these towns put together a team and they travel. They have leagues, and they play in these wonderful, wonderful little ballparks all over the Midwest. And Reavers has a, a town ball team that he uh, was coach and manager of, and at one time a pitcher. And he's not getting his town ball fixed this year. They're not letting him play yet, and it's driving him crazy. It, and because of that, everybody that knows Reavers has to suffer. Um, Reavers, is that true? Yes. Is that true? Is everyone suffering? <laughs> well, first and foremost, let me put it this way. Hi, hi guys. Damn it, you guys. I thought I was talking smack behind this crowd. So let me let me begin the conversation this way. I'll admit I got a little excited when I get a text from Jason that just says, "Are you up?" And I'm thinking, "Whoa, whoa! I made the list. All right, you've been on the list in 2008, Chris. Let's be clear. Yes, yes. So yeah, it is true. Most of us want to be has been washed up pitchers that can't give up the dream, even when we're in our early 40s. Uh, it does stink. And it's That's all right, because, though, Chris. It's all right. Well, it, here's the here's the most troubling aspect of it, and I don't even care about like my team or the guys that I hate. Chris, let's just be honest. Tom Ball's an excuse for us to have beers on a Sunday afternoon at three o'clock. <laughs> but, Pretty much. Thank you for admitting that. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Yes, the people I feel the worst for are like my boys. You know, like in kids that can't play. Because I'll be honest, baseball is my favorite sport. The last thing baseball needs right now. Is for an entire summer to go by without kids playing it because the popularity is dwindling right now, and that's the mo- that's the worst part about it is the fact that you're telling me twenty kids can't get together on a field and play ball because it, it, come on, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But yes, 
I am driving Kenny nuts, and I, I, I'm not even going to apologize for that. Hey, Chris, would it be all right if you guys could get together and play without any of us sitting on the hood of our cars drinking beer and shouting uh, nasty things at you? Would it be okay to do it without an audience? Are you kidding me? That's the best part about it. My favorite memories are places like Wasika and you know, even up in Alec, Kenny, where you're, where you're at. That's the yeah. best part of standing in center field and getting heckled, you know, think, shouting obscenities at my mom. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best part about town baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, how old are your boys oh. now? 22, 23? How old are they? Oh, it feels like it. They're fighting like they're both in their 20s. Uh, my oldest, William, who you guys know, yeah. I was still on yeah. my talk when he was born. He yeah. is now eight years old and just finished second grade. Oh. Wow. And and my youngest Leland is going to start kindergarten this fall, so he's five. So oh, it's—I know—it's flying by. I can't believe it, but yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. It oh, really is. My goodness. Oh. And uh, do you really think the popularity of baseball is going Lex, to go down? You. I mean, oh, baseball yeah. will still well, live it, forever. Here's the okay. So baseball is kind of a casual sport, and kudos to the Twins for trying to keep that. The, the you know the, the the people like Jason I'll run into Jason at a Twins game I love him. you know you because know they're they're him. trying to yeah they're trying to bring in people that might not be a diehard fire breathing sports fan because people just want to be outside and enjoy yeah. a nice ball game and I just think that baseball is overplaying its hand right now I think they really are because I don't think they realize that there's I mean I see kids the high school level the t- so I'm from Faribault and our senior class last year I think we had four seniors total that played varsity baseball because too many kids are now, you know, there's, there's other things. There's lacrosse or there's, you know, computers and everything else. Not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying that there's not, there's not the interest that there used to be. Oh. And that's really sad. We have about a minute left. Uh, let me just ask yep. you a question. Um, uh, sure. How has Jess uh, not uh, tried to kill you and bury you in some uh, mysterious backyard? <laughs> You guys, Chris, Chris, tell her, other tell, us, tell us, Chris, about uh, your route home every day. Well, I usually try to, because I live in Carver now, so I usually try to go home through Woodbury, then maybe swing over to Wisconsin, then come down to Farmington. <laughs> but you guys, you guys know my wife well, and here's the best part. The other day, it was a beautiful Sunday, like two or three weeks ago, 75 degrees, and she said, oh my God, I miss going to the ballpark. She just misses being outside because the boys love it and everything else. And it, that's when I knew, holy crap, she's right. So, yeah, yeah. it's a it's a tough it's, it's a tough deal. But hopefully, uh, but, you know, the, the guys up in Stearns County, they just said, bleep it. We're playing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care what the governor says. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So they're just playing. Yeah. Well, um, so. go play, Chris. And I'm selfish. I just want you to play because I want you to send me photos of you in your baseball uniform. So I just that want is a you done deal. The costume. First time we play. Yes. costume. Love you guys. Love you. Yeah. Bye, Bye, Reavers. Bye. Just, Reavers. Nobody looks better in a baseball costume than Reavers. I'll just say that. That's right. That's, that's awesome, James. I'm going to use that. That's <laughs> and he knows it. He does that. He does that just to talk. Torment me. So, um, seven fifty-five. We're gonna take a break. We come back some good news plus a dirt alert. And I'm so excited. We're all excited. Our good buddy Shannon Paul, Miss Shannon, will join us at eight thirty uh, for yes. some fun and a good conversation. That and more when we continue. Back after this. It's a beautiful day.